Welcome back to another episode of the Know Your Power podcast. I am your host, Julia Renee. And Kendall Aaliyah. And today, we are going to be going over the three things that are holding you back from getting the results that you want. But first of all, if you haven't joined my women's Know Your Power community, what are you doing with your life? (laughs) Get out from the rock that you're under and join. We literally have... I looked this morning, we have about 525 girls and it's so amazing because they're like posting stuff in there. Like one girl was posting something about, oh, what was it? It was like advice on Thanksgiving Mm -hmm. and all these girls had like tips that they were sharing with each other. It was just amazing that you can like post something somewhere like in a group of girls that all have like similar um, interests as yeah. you. It's and like then, a healthy Reddit. <laughs> yes, it's like a positive Reddit. Yeah. It's amazing. Yeah, Reddit can be. Reddit can be Reddit, a little rough. Mm, yeah. I've honestly loved Reddit recently, but like I don't look at anything pertaining to nope. myself nope. ever, ever, ever. Never look yourself um, up on I Reddit. I think I did that once and I was like, this is gross. So never again. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I love it for like advice with like the clothing band brand. Sorry, I thought the camera turned off. I was like, what? Uh, the clothing brand I'm working on, like there's yeah. a whole like startup clothing line one where like people wow. get feedback and like tips. It's very cool. Yeah, that is cool. So Reddit can be nice. But yeah, the, you just got to You just got to watch where you're looking. You <laughs> know, know your power woman's group is nicer. Yes, that's so true. Yeah, there's some crazy things on Reddit for sure. But yeah, make sure you join us down in the description for sure. For sure. Um, yeah, I think that's it. <laughs> Other housekeeping things, we're getting ready to start another series, and it may or may not have something to do with Christmas. We'll see. <laughs> but I'm really, Odds are it will. But. I'm really excited about it because yeah. we get to talk about, like, I have, I have it already planned out. Like, I literally, it was, like, last week or something like that, and I was like, we're running out of podcast episodes because Kendall and I will plan it for, like, a month. Mm-hmm. And I wrote on my schedule, I was like, okay, call Kendall and plan out the next month. And then I looked at the page and then 30 minutes go by and I filled it all up. <laughs> I was like, yeah, I like that. I wasn't a part of yeah. this one, but sometimes that's fun. Cause then it can just be like thrown in. I was like, tell doing. Kendall to help plan. And then I looked at it and it was like, you know, when you're in like a flow and you're just mm-hmm. like, I literally was like, Oh my God. And then we got to do this. So then the whole month of December is already planned. So nice. Yeah. I'll help. I'll help with the new year. Yeah. <laughs> oh, good sip. As I take a good sip. Okay. Number one, this is three things that are holding you back from getting the results you want. Number one is self-doubt. Number one. Okay, so when I first started my fitness journey, I can't tell you how many times that I started and stopped and started and stopped because of how much I just doubted my ability Mm -hmm. to actually follow through. So I actually had this similar conversation with the girl this this past weekend because Kendall and I went to the buff chick um, three-year anniversary bash. And the girl comes up to me and she's like, I want to compete so bad. I'm just afraid that I won't be able to follow through with it. And I was like, what if you just did? Yeah. What if you... What if, what if you, if you just thought, through? what if I do step on stage? What if yeah. I do succeed? What if I do win? Yeah. What show? if you just did it? Because the only reason that you're not following through is because you're not following through. You're the one that's the deciding factor of if you go after the thing that you want to 
to do. And I know that there's a lot of like self-doubt that gets wrapped up in that, especially if you've tried to compete or you've tried to diet or you've tried to get consistent with the gym and you just constantly like fall off, fall off, fall off. Your confidence level starts to go down, down, down. And then you start doubting your ability to actually do the things that you set out to do. And I feel like this pertains to things like past fitness too. Like any single goal, I, I feel like this is something I struggle with the most out of the three on this list is I will doubt myself before even starting something. That way, if I do start it, I'm starting it off on a negative note versus if yeah. you just believe in yourself. One of my favorite quotes is like, what would you do if success was guaranteed? Yeah. And it's like that simple of what would you do if you showed up for yourself and believed in yourself? And odds are it's a different answer than what you're currently doing. Yeah, because I feel like most of us who haven't, gone after the thing that we want to do are not living by that at all Mm -hmm. it's like we're living by but what if I fail Mm -hmm. instead of but what if I succeed yeah you know so constantly I would when I first started actually going after the things that I wanted to like starting my own business actually quitting a job that I hated leaving a relationship that I didn't want of course there was so much self-doubt that I would have when I was starting my own business or trying to go after my goals because I had tried to do these things before but felt like I quote-unquote failed because I just didn't follow through. I didn't fail. I didn't follow through with the thing that I said that I was going to do. So I feel like this happens a lot with fitness journeys too where you want to compete or you want to lose the weight but you just yo-yo diet or go to the gym and be consistent for a little bit and then fall off. So just what if you just followed through yeah even if it wasn't perfect because I think people get it confused that they have to do it perfectly in order to be successful but what if you just kept going well I feel like that's the biggest thing is people assume something like missing one workout means you failed and then that's when they give up instead of like just persevering through that one missed workout, that one, like, oh, I messed up my calories today. If you just continue on it and build that consistency over time, that's what kind of puts that self-doubt down, technically. Like, you have to prove yourself wrong sometimes. Exactly. And if you've continuously proven yourself right by, oh, I never reach my goal. I always will um, hold on to weight or I'll never compete. Like all of these words are so finite Mm -hmm. and they really do a number on you because you genuinely start to believe the things that you think, the things that you speak. Like there's a lot of girls that I have coached in the past that would say, I always yo-yo diet or I'll never lose weight. And if those are the things that you're saying to yourself, that is going to be your reality and how you feel about yourself. And if you doubt your ability to do the thing that you say you're going to do, you're never going to be able to do the thing that you say you're going to do. So really start to think about this while you're listening to this podcast. Like, are you doubting your ability to follow through with your goals And that could potentially be a really big reason why you're not achieving them. Do you want to do number two? I don't even know what this is. So maybe, maybe not. I'll do number two. I'll do number three. You can do number three. Deal. This is like a made up word that Zach came up with. I assumed it was made up. (laughs) It was a made up word. It's called number two, infobesity. So basically it's just that there's too much information out there in the fitness world that you get so overwhelmed and you end up doing nothing or you end up just spinning your tires. So 
when I first started, you probably did this too, but when I first started my fitness journey, I followed like every YouTuber, every influencer, every podcast, and like got so much information about fitness in general, which is good because eventually it led me to be where I'm at now. But there was so much overload of information that I didn't know what was the right move. I was like, Mm -hmm. I can't figure out what is exactly the right move for me right now. And that's the thing is that finding the exact right thing that is for you immediately is, if you can do that, great. But for me, it was, I tried vegan, I tried pescatarian, I tried um, like all organic, I tried, what else did I do? I was vegetarian too, all of these different things because I thought that I had to label myself as a certain diet or as a certain kind of trainer, you know, because... I was seeing all these other girls doing that. And I was like, I have to find my thing. Mm -hmm. And for me, it ended up just being, I just eat all the macronutrients in moderation and I'm a bodybuilder. Like that's, that's all it ended up being. I didn't need to go and do all of those things. But at the end of the day, what works for someone else isn't going to work for you or it might, but I remember trying all those different things and I tried being vegan and we have a a friend that's vegan and she thrives off of it. I have another Mm -hmm. friend that's vegan. She thrives off of it. And I love that for them. But when I tried it for me consistently, it made me feel a lot worse. Yeah. I lost strength in the gym and yes, I was doing it correctly. I was (laughs) educating myself. There's going to be people that are be like, you didn't even try it long enough, but some people just yeah. have preferences too. There's never it, anything wrong with following a yeah. certain plan or changing your mind. And I use this approach a lot with my personal training clients because if you take someone that's brand new to the gym, doesn't know what they're doing, barely knows about the muscle groups, a lot of the times you'll ask someone like like a lifestyle personal training client, I'll be like, where are you feeling this? And they'll yeah. just kind of point because they don't know it's yeah. labeled quads, hamstring, glute. They'll just be like my legs. And I'm like, okay, front or back, right? You have to mm-hmm. like simplify things because sometimes if you're like, oh, is your like lateral quadratic, <laughs> I'm like they're going to, it's going to be information overload and people yeah. get really overwhelmed. Same thing with like training delts. Like I'm just like, oh, we're doing this exercise. This is where you should feel yeah. it. Here's the right form. Instead of being like, you should feel this more in the front delt. And if you turn in like this, like yeah. there's no point in overcomplicating things when you start. As you get I'm used still to that gym, way, bro. Yeah. <laughs> if anyone says like do you, any of those things, I'm uh-huh. like, huh? Yeah. And exactly. I've been training for years. I'm just like, you point to it. Yeah. <laughs> I should be feeling this here. Like anything that's more than that. I'm like, you lost me. Yeah. I feel like it, it overcomplicates things and then you get overwhelmed yeah. and you're less likely to apply that when I'm not there with yeah. you versus if I teach you, here's the movement, here's yeah. where you should feel it. Odds are they'll try it on their own when they work out. This kind of reminds me of like different YouTubers or different influencers because people teach in different ways. Mm -hmm. So for me personally, um, Jeff Nippard, he's incredible, super knowledgeable, super science based. But when I watch his videos, he loses me, man, because just me personally, I don't engage with that kind of content and it doesn't like excite me. See, I love his And content, Kendall yeah. loves that kind of content. For me, I'm like, point to where I should feel. Tell me what the workout is. Tell me why. And that's it. Like I'm very, I'm like more straightforward. But I think that goes into, there's people that are why people and there's people that aren't. Mm-hmm. I don't necessarily need the why mm-hmm. behind every single thing. I'm just like, tell me what it is. 
than yeah. that and and remove all the fluff because then when you're in the gym you don't have to overthink what you're yes. doing and like overthink the positioning as long as you're feeling it you're exactly. doing it properly for you exactly yeah. and i think that that's really cool because there's different people that uh what is it called different strokes for different folks <laughs> yeah. or something like that i hate that saying i don't either i don't know why i said it it's just, that's the only saying that i could think of that was re- relative <laughs> to this fair, thing but yes infobesity there's so much information and there just continues to be more information so really fine tune find the people that you like and stick with those people that you trust that are educated and honestly there might be a little bit of a time frame where you're doing all of the things but try and stay focused on one thing and also don't let the amount of information out there overwhelm you to the point where you don't do anything. I mm-hmm. would rather you still go after your goals than just sit there and not do anything at all. So infobesity, man. Number three. Now <laughs> the Kendi. last one Kendo is Kendi. impatience. And this is another one I like resonate deeply with because we've talked about it before. We live in a, in a two day shipping Amazon society where we expect results and everything in the next day or two. When in reality, most things that you want to attain in your fitness journey, whether it's weight loss, muscle gain, whatever it is, it takes time yeah. that it sometimes takes months, sometimes takes years to get to that goal physique of yours. And a lot of the time we quit too far ahead because we're not seeing the results we expected in a certain timeline. I feel like this is the most common reason why people give up on their goals. Mm -hmm. Maybe it could also be because, you know, being disciplined to a diet is hard or training is hard, but I feel like it's the impatience thing that gets people. Mm -hmm. They, they change all of their habits drastically in a week. And when they don't like lose five pounds, they get upset and they say like, what's the point? I did this so many times. I was zero to a hundred, like real dramatic with how I would change my routine. And then in a week I wouldn't see what I wanted. So I would just give up and think that it wasn't working. Yeah. But I've been there too several times. (laughs) The one thing that I always would say to myself when I was moving past this growth edge was I have been treating my body poorly for X amount of years and I'm expecting my whole life to transform and my physique to transform in one week. Mm -hmm. That is ridiculous. Like thinking that you can live a certain lifestyle where I was smoking cigarettes. I was eating whatever I wanted. I was treating my body poorly. I wasn't very, um, healthy, like mentally either. And then in one week I would just change these things and be like, yeah, I'm a new person. (laughs) Exactly. And I feel like also, What happens a lot is kind of that same yo-yo dieting where people will be like, okay, never mind. I'm not going to cut. I'm going to like go into a growth phase. Oh, never mind. I'm getting unhappy. I'm going to go into a cut phase. And in reality, you're just not changing your physique because you keep going up and down and up and down versus if you just stick to a plan and give it time, it is going to work eventually. Like we've both dealt with hormonal issues or like certain foods triggering us where we don't see results immediately. Sometimes I've even gained weight in the beginning of a cut. Sometimes I just gain weight because I'm stressed. Yeah, like that too. Stress about not losing the weight <laughs> makes you gain weight exactly. too. Exactly, <laughs> like it's crazy. But I, I love that you mentioned that at least about the switching up your training and stuff like that because I've talked to a lot of clients too where they have like, I guess the infobesity and the impatience with their training kind of like together mm-hmm. where they see a workout that some girl's doing on Instagram or another workout that some other guy's doing on YouTube and they see it and they're like, I have to change my workout 
completely Mm -hmm. instead of letting yourself do that workout program. We always say from four to six weeks is the sweet spot. You don't want to do anything less than three weeks and you could potentially do a workout program for a lot longer than than six weeks if it's working for you. But we're saying anywhere between that time frame, give your body time to number one, understand how to do the workout properly. Number two, build strength on it because that's what we want. And number three, like have it down so that you can continue to do it in other workout programs. And I would do this all the time. I would see like KK fit doing a certain workout. I'm like, I got to change everything that I'm doing and I got to do it like that. And I don't even know if that workout would have worked for me, you know, or Mm -hmm. it was right for my body or if I would feel it the same way. So I would switch up my workout routine and never actually progress in anything. So Be patient with your workout programming too and your meal plan too because if you switch it up just similarly, you see someone else doing something that works for them and you switch it up, you're not giving your body time to adjust to the meal plan that you have and see if it even works. Mm -hmm. It gives our, um, our body takes about anywhere from like seven to 14 days and that's just like the bare minimum. It can potentially be more for some people to respond to a meal plan or a macro set. So if you're changing it up every day and cutting them way earlier than you need to be, you don't even know if what you did is working. So be be patient. patient. I feel like also be patient when you're setting your goals. Um, if you're going, oh, by yeah. next month, I want to lose 15 pounds. That's unrealistic and unhealthy yeah. and not going to build longevity. Instead say, oh, I want to lose like one pound a week. That's that healthy range, one to yeah. two pounds a week. Anything more than that, honestly, is excessive weight loss and yeah. can lead to crashing or plateauing and or other issues. hard rebounding yeah. too. Um, and anything less, maybe you have to create a little more of a deficit. So be mindful when setting your goals too. That's like something I'm really, really stressing with all of my clients of like, let's not be unrealistic with these goals because that builds that self-doubt. Right. And then this is like a vicious cycle of all three of these. Oh, for sure. Yeah. Don't overestimate like how much your body can do because we want it to be healthy. Like we want it to actually be sustainable. And the quicker that you lose weight, the more likely it is for you to rebound. That's Mm -hmm. why a lot of bodybuilders do because they get so teeny tiny. Yeah. And then that's not healthy or sustainable. We know that about body bodybuilding. That's why it's only for a certain amount of time. And then they rebound, put on doubly the weight because of it was so restrictive. So yeah, yeah those are some of the things. Number one, just to go over them again, self-doubt. You've got to have some belief in yourself and your ability to get the stuff done that you want to get done. Number two is infobesity. We know that there's so much information out there everywhere. And a lot of it's good. It's just an overload. It's an overload. So just like be a little bit more focused on certain people that you enjoy and that you educated and don't let what everybody is doing change what you're doing drastically. And number three, impatience with workout, your meal plan, and just getting the results that you want because things take time. Remember, if you've been living a certain lifestyle for a long time, maybe years, and you expect your physique, your routine, your discipline and motivation to change within a week, that's unrealistic. Like when you look at it from that big of a view, it makes more sense. Like, oh yeah, you're right. Like I've been doing a certain thing for 15 years. It's not going to change in like a couple of days. So I hope these helped you guys. And as always, we love you all so much and you're more powerful than you think. Bye. Bye.